0: You're listening to the John DePetro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go till 2 a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. Now, you can always listen online at the website, Depetro.com. Folks, joining us right now from the Boston Globe, they cover Rhode Island. It's Dan McGowan. And, Dan, you have a um, really interesting story. This is a different type of uh, checklist that kids in uh, schools are even using, as, as a matter of fact, for a checklist for going back to school.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you know, one of the things that's interesting, John, is that you know, for all the focus that we're we have, uh, rightfully so, on, uh, you know, on the the obvious things about whether schools can reopen, you know, how you make sure that a kid is, you know, if they're sick or if a teacher gets sick, um, you know, all those things are important. But one of the kind of behind the scenes factors that, that 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 every school district and every school is really uh, having to consider right now is this kind of avalanche of uh, pitches that they're getting from all kinds of companies who, you know, uh, many of whom have the the right intentions and are saying, look, you you know, you, you have, uh, you know, you're going to need masks, you're going to need hand sanitizer, things like that. But then there's, there's kind of extreme measures that, that some, uh, uh you know, pitches are, are, are being made or, or or in some districts are considering purchasing. For example, uh, there are a handful of districts in the state that are buying these electrostatic backpack sprayers that this idea of, you know, you can uh, send a custodian around and they can just kind of spray everything to, to be, uh, you know, to, to sanitize uh, your machines. Uh, same, same idea that you can use uh, that can cover, you know, an entire school very quickly, um, you know, in another attempt to, um, you know, to to sanitize the school, let's say overnight. And what's interesting about this is you talk to, uh, you know, a bunch of different superintendents and they're saying, yeah, there's a lot of kind of wacky uh, pitches we're getting too. one superintendent told me uh, out of Lincoln said, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, somebody wanted me to buy uh, shields for every kid that they would walk around with. Um, and so these things, you know, range from uh, obvious and, and sort of uh, no brainers to uh, questionable and, and, and uh, uh, like I said, extreme. I think the thing that's most interesting that, that I came away with from reporting on this was the scary thing is nobody knows what works and what doesn't. And so, you know, you hear an idea like, hey, let's, uh, you know, let's put infrared uh, you know, thermometers in every or in, infrared, infrared cameras in every school to be able to take everybody's temperature. And you feel you say, wow, that feels a little bit intrusive. I'm not sure if I would want my kid going through that. But then at the same time, you you know, those are things that the casinos, for example, are doing right now. And so everyone is kind of learning on the fly. The thing is, is you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars uh, in a really difficult, you know, kind of economic uh, situation for all these districts. So they're all learning as they go. They have no idea if it's going to work. And it really raises this question that you and I have been kind of bantering about for a long time now, which is, you know, will schools be able and be ready to reopen by August 31st?
0: Well, you tell me. I mean, that last night, that Rhode Island Department of Education Zoom meeting, there are now, you know, and this is unfortunate. This happens uh, whenever you have a situation spring up. These people emerge out of nowhere and they form a group and they're very organized and it becomes the cause and, and their mission becomes, you know, to try to defeat the schools from returning. So Governor Mundo and Education Commissioner of Green, they set the deadline. August 31st, the Monday, everyone goes back. Dan McGowan, uh, you tell me, does it seem like people are going back to school as far as it's into funny. the classroom?
1: Two weeks ago, three weeks ago when you asked this, I think I said, yeah, you know what? If I were betting, I yeah. wouldn't bet a lot, but I think I would say yes. It doesn't feel like it. And no. it's because of exactly what you just said. The This kind of momentum that is building. Um, And it's look, it it is you and I focus a lot on the teachers and their focus on this. But here's the thing: once it hits parents, and once Uh. you start to see the organizing there, which you're absolutely right, you are in fact seeing, uh, it puts an immense amount of pressure um, on on the governor, on the commissioner to you know halt this thing. I was asking; that was kind of my my last question for everybody yesterday when I was when I was putting together this story on all these supplies that they're buying and. And people are split, you know, everybody, I think the superintendents and the the charter school leaders, I think they want to get back to school, but uh, you know, if if you were to actually pull them, you know, they they certainly are thinking there's a chance August 31st works. It feels more likely they push past labor day, which is reasonable. That's, that's not a, you know, that's not the worst idea, but the longer you go and the more, you know, the more you start to see cases around the country spike, um, even if they're not necessarily spiking here, maybe with the exception of Central Falls, um, you know, I think that pressure will will just continue. Uh, and and you're right. Look, this is not something that. Uh, by by the way, the governor, I, I've mentioned this a million times on your show. The governor um, often she she disagrees with President Trump on on almost everything, but during the coronavirus. She was just as quick as him on wanting to reopen the economy. She was adamant that that schools reopen by August 31st. She set a goal here. I think she wants to follow through on that goal. But if it gets out of hand and if if you start to see that just that that extreme, um, it it seems less and less likely. Well, and especially when you have this group that
0: has emerged suddenly out of nowhere of the Rhode Island Parents Educators for Safe Schools you know, you, you have the person there cleaning. Infante Green said last night on the ride Zoom, no, know some people will die. And then you have a, a Providence principal saying, uh, well, last night they announced that uh, if they fully opened, 250 students and 450 teachers would die. This is unacceptable. You know, th- there's nothing to back up any of this. But Dan McGowan, this stuff spreads like wildfire. And these groups emerge, and 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 I, you know, I'm anxious to see. Do you think will Infante Green be at the press briefing today with Governor Armando?
1: You know what? I think she needs to yeah. be to answer some of the, agree. the the obvious questions. Look, like you said, you're you're talking about, you know, some comments. And I'll be honest, I didn't. I watched this Zoom last night. I missed this comment yes. if, it, if it was said. Both of them. I, I didn't hear either one they, of them nothing at least and even if they like you know sometimes the commissioner can talk very quickly and say yes you know we're we're we understand people are going to get sick but but it feels unlikely that that there was any health expert that was actually saying you know if we do exactly like we're doing right now you know hundreds of kids are going to die but i think you're right you know unlike even 5 10 years ago because of how fast things can spread on wildfire i mean the, or, or, or on on facebook it spreads like a wildfire um you you know you you almost have to respond to everything uh and i know the governor finds this and the, i think the commissioner does too i think they they find these kind of the extreme questions to be uh distracting but there is no doubt i mean you see these this parent group that has been formed you know, overnight, practically, yeah. I think they have almost 10,000 members. Yes. Um, that is a real, I mean, you couldn't get, there is not a politician in the state of Rhode Island who could put 10,000 people, you know, together at a rally for them. You know, the only things you see people really be able to do this for is, of course, some of the Black Lives Matter stuff. But then the parents, man, when they when they get together and they activate and they, uh, you know, they're, they're able to kind of talk to each other, they build each other up. And uh, some of the rumors that are spreading and some of the fear, I think you're going to see, uh, I think you're gonna see a lot of parents kind of uh, hoping to either keep their kids home. I think you're gonna see a little bit of a move, an increase in homeschooling this year. Um, But to, to get out in front of this and to make sure folks have the the right facts i think the governor and the commissioner probably need to address this sooner rather than later well
0: especially dan mcgowan you're exactly right but uh when this group when they start to form and it just formed if you see a lot of the comments it seemingly the goal is not to make the school safe the goal becomes to eliminate kids going to school and make it distance learning and those are two separate things i think the governor and the education minister really going to have the work cut out for them because august now is going to be these groups, and also think of this: for a principal to state, one ride panelist stated that if Rhode Island schools would have fully reopened with the current infection death rates, two hundred fifty students and four hundred fifty teachers would die. Now, I, I don't know where that came from. Who said it? I didn't hear anything like that. We we haven't heard of any students dying. So how do you suddenly That's come right. with with two hundred fifty students? And and as a matter of fact, I I think this even it's it's very scarce that they're even. A lot of teachers dying so i'm just curious and this is a principle
1: <laughs> spreading right. this this isn't like just some parent so i mean if you think about it john think of the context to this is and by the way it's hard for us to completely refute because it's hard to prove a negative correct. right but at the and that's why these these comments are extremely powerful but if you think about it you and i are talking on wednesday it is we're, you know, we're about, unfortunately, in Rhode Island, about to hit 1,000 total deaths, yes. you know, from coronavirus, coronavirus-related deaths. Uh, to suggest that potentially, you know, another seven, eight hundred uh, could come, you know, just from school reopening, it it feels unlikely. It doesn't feel based in science. But again, I mean, you know, without being able, I'm sure that the governor, I'm sure that I'm sure that Dr. Alexander Scott, I'm sure the commissioner all you know have to kind of wiggle around this because just in case cases spike or just in case you do see you know a a, a large number of deaths you you don't want to set you don't want to be caught on camera saying there's no chance everyone's going to be just fine this is it's a really difficult predicament but it it is not one that can be ignored because it's going to grow the closer you get to school you're going to more people are they're hearing about you and I talk about this they're going to they're going to join these groups, they're going to build each other up. And uh you're you know you're you're seeing it across the country. There's movement across the country to to try to uh you know uh, get districts and get schools to to back off. And you have to wonder, you know, I hate to think everything comes down to politics, but the fact that the president, yes. the Republican president is the one kind of saying, "Hey, I want folks back in school." You do have to wonder in some of these blue states like ours if some of this backlash is just related to sort of the politics i hate to say that completely because there are completely real legitimate justified safety factors here but you know a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the governor's goal and yes school districts were hesitant but it was more about how are we going to plan for this it wasn't about boy so many people are going to get sick and die from this yeah. so it's an it's been it's been interesting to follow and i
0: am seeing on that page that popped up um you know that putting comments such as well it's gina and trump that want this so i mean that's as much as and she announced it before the white house did and and even uh, when i was questioning the governor about the beat situation she made it very clear that her goal was to get the kids back in the classroom this fall and her and the education commissioner on top of that i believe dr nicole scott is also you know guiding with the, the with that and i will tell you as a parent they learn more when they are in the classroom. But I think Dan McGowan, these people are saying, let's not rush into it. I, I This is going to be, I mean, I, I don't know how you're ever going to convince certain parts of this crowd that it's ever fully safe to go back. Um, and so I think people need to make other uh, decisions because – this is not going to go any, away anytime soon. Folks, coming up, I am going to ask Dan McGowan about the Providence Teachers Union with the contract. Also, he wrote an interesting uh, piece about Senator Whitehouse. That and a lot more with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe on the John DePietro. Show.